Hi, and welcome to Average Joe's Football <laughs> Podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm here with my new friend husband. Did I say that right? Tim. That sounds like I'm your husband. Friend husband. <laughs> Newly wedded Tim. There we go. Yeah. We go. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, I improvised that in the last five seconds. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. It, it was so smooth, Mike. So smooth. Think it, there was definitely no, there was no reason to think I just made that up on the spot. Right. <laughs> oh, so, obviously, we talked about a little bit. How's married life? Married life is awesome. Yep. It's so fun. And now that she's done listening. <laughs> no, no. He's blinking for help. <laughs> like, no, it's been, <laughs> <laughs> it's been really good. I mean, we, we had the honeymoon, which was not real life. You know, you, you get to go on vacation and just relax and time isn't a real thing. Just be with each other. And that was great. And we've only been back to real life for a few days. So it's adjusting to that and seeing how that goes. But sure. so far it's been good. That's awesome, man. It's, uh, it's exciting. I think it's really fun. I mean, I don't know. I, this isn't a marriage podcast, but weddings are or weddings. Marriage is up and down. But honestly, I love, I, I have so much fun. Like it's just, I think when you get the right person, it's just, yeah. It's fun. You have fun together with your friends. So, I think it's a good time. Yeah. I mean, it's nice because uh, I'm like one of the last folks in my friend group, all of my friend groups to get married. So now it's like, I'm in the club. Like we can, we have a thing to talk about. (laughs) Then now now we're going to work on Blake. We're going to find him someone that's going to be fine. So yeah. Chirac, Blake. Blake. We support you, Blake. Chirac. (laughs) (laughs) Blake, if you're listening to this, never say that again. Ever. One of us. <laughs> yep. We'll get you a kick out that of that to a woman ever. Yeah. You could say that to us or even Andrew. I think Andrew really get a kick out of that, but nobody else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's exciting. I get that. I I feel like that's how I was with with my friend group. I was like, ah, I'm like the, the, like the people I grew up with. They were all married. I'm like, oh, I'm the last one. Yeah. But I like it better. If I got married six seven years ago, that dumb kid would have screwed something up by now. So. Exactly. I matured in the right way. Right. Well, like Naomi and I like to, or at least I like to say, like if I had met her six or seven years ago, she would not have married me. Oh. So, like exactly. the timing was the timing for a reason. I agree. That's that's a hundred percent true, though. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's get to some football. Let's do it. This is the, the football week. podcast, man. This Come is the football podcast. But if you guys need marriage advice, call one eight hundred marriage, which doesn't even. <laughs> Add up at all. <laughs> try it. See what happens. <laughs> okay, it's fine. Twelve numbers to do the trick. <laughs> um, all right. So started out with Thanksgiving. Um, these were actually, well, I guess they were fun when the game started. The matchups looked nice, um, right? And you know, life happened. Um, mm-hmm. So first game we had Packers Lions. Packers was a surprising win here. Uh, 20, what, 29, 22. Um, you know, Jordan Love, again, had one of these weird games where he throws three touchdowns out of nowhere. This mm-hmm. is why when he did the first, what, three or four weeks of the season where we thought all of a sudden the Packers were going to be contenders. You know, so he, he had a really good game. But, I mean, the, the – and the Lions didn't play bad. It's just they just – their offense just kind of stalled out. They couldn't produce. They started out really slow, too, which didn't help. Yeah, I mean, the score is a little misleading. Like, Green Bay stomped them in the first half. Mm-hmm. 
and like they got a late touchdown to make it a one score game and needed an onside kick, which they didn't get. So like Detroit just looked bad to me. Like yeah. golf, golf really struggled um, in that first half, just making anything happen. And Green Bay looked better. Surprising. Yeah. I, I like it. It's fun to see Jordan Love. I mean, like you, you have these decent weapons around him. The run game's okay. Dylan's in there. Aaron Jones is out, but he's showing these flashes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 there. You just gotta now. You gotta get him a weapon. Now you gotta build a defense around him. Like, and they know that they got the extra picks from the Jets, and the Jets are looking bad this year. So they'll probably get some decently good players in the draft from those picks. So we'll see. But it's another case of. Nobody wants to run away with this damn division and or wild card. So let's just keep even yeah. these numbers out. Like, I if you look at the AFC at least, it's just it's just five and six, six and six, and four and six, and every team except for like two are, are in it. Even the Titans are not out of it by like right. they're out by like two games right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, I was gonna say that. Like, we're I'm sure we'll get into it more, but with like Minnesota losing, Green Bay is right back in. Yeah. The, I mean. I don't think they're going to catch Detroit, but mm-hmm. they can easily catch Minnesota. And the NFC, like, nobody besides Dallas is running away with a wild card right now. Yep. It's it's all open. It, it's it's fun, but, like, I'm like, just – I've never had a year where, like, I'm like, oh, usually it's like you have your four division winners by, like, a long shot, and then, like, two wild card spots are locked up, and then you're waiting for that one new wild card spot. Mm-hmm. That's not it right now. I mean, the Bengals – how terrible they are right now. They're still in Titans are in Bengals are in. It's, it's fun. Yep. Um, all right. A second game I got, this was a Dallas, Washington, Dallas wins 45 to 10. Prescott puts on a freaking clinic and it, another game where it's confusing, where Sam Howell goes from three touchdowns, the to one interception, no touchdowns. And it's, it's this weird. He's, I think he's becoming that new, like Andy Dalton line of like, I can win. But also, I can really believe that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's really no middle here. I mean, the crazy thing to me was this game was close going into the fourth quarter. Like, it was mm-hmm. it was 20 to 10 going into the fourth, and Dallas just ran away with it. Yep. And like you said, Sam Howell is confusing. He, I think, you know, he's a young, like, he's only in his second year, and it's his first full yeah. year starting. And as long as the enemy keeps like I don't know if the enemy is going to stay there, but I think if he does, like how is in a good situation? Like they have a good running back, they have good receivers. It's just like they sold their defense basically. So yeah. when you go against a team like Dallas that has a very, very good team, it's gonna look bad. Yeah. If enemy is start, I mean I think Rivera's gone. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming with his – he knows he can put the numbers up because he's got a quarterback that can – he's a gunslinger and he can play. I stay there. He got yeah. the picks, Chase Young and Sweat. Like, I just stay there and hang out. He got yeah. cap space now. Like, hey, you have a good free agency. All of a sudden, you, you, you're going to be a problem in the NFC. Yep. So. Uh, on the Dallas side, did you see the Deron Bland pick six? I did not, no. So – did you hear about like his whole thing? I don't think I. Thanksgiving was kind of a blur for me. Yeah, <laughs> I watched it, but it, I didn't. <laughs> right. So Deron Bland, I, I didn't even know him really until this game, but he had a pick six in the fourth quarter. It is his fifth pick six this year, 
that mm-hmm. broke the single season record, and it is week twelve. Yeah, you could be, Yeah, he's. I did see that. Um, and the other crazy thing is their other back. I can't. I don't know why I'm thinking of his. I can't think of his name right now. But he he tore his ACL. He's out for the year. Oh, um, Diggs. Yeah. Yeah, Diggs. He's all. I can't believe it. Yeah, Tra- Travion Diggs. Uh, Trayvon Diggs. And yeah, he. I mean, he did the same line last year. I think he broke the interception record. Like he. No. They. They. How do you get these people? Right. And then how do you not? Dallas still hasn't beat a winning team this year. True. True. That's that's weird. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's and then the one one of the teams they lost to was the Cardinals. Right. Yeah. It, it's it's it seems like a typical Dallas. The stats are there, but when you come up against a good defense, it's just it's how I feel about Seattle. Honestly, they're coming up next. It's like Gino can play, mm-hmm. but when it comes to a, a top ten defense, there's problems, and that's what I feel like it is with Dak. I mean, there are a few teams like that this year. Like Miami is the yep. perfect example of it, where they beat up on really bad teams, but they do not play well against good teams. Yeah, they 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 they're often struggles versus good teams. No, you're right there. Yep. All right, I got San Francisco, Seattle. This really also misleading. The score was it should have been it really thirty-one to six. Really, yeah. I mean, they're bad pick six. But besides that, I mean, they just the, the Niners aren't even. I don't, first off, McCaffrey's a beast. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how they. I still don't understand how the like the world let Nick Boza and Chase Young be on the same team. Right. <laughs> I have none of this makes any sense. And like, what a God, what a good trade. It's just again, you it all starts and stops with Geno Smith. You have a team guy who's not gonna. I don't think he's going to put the winning drive together to go win the game, but he can play well enough that, like, he's a starter for sure. He just – he can't go up against a good defense. He can't go toe-to-toe with Brock Purdy. He just can't do it. Yeah. You know, he's going to have to find a way. You're, eventually, you get in the playoffs, you're going to have to play the Cowboys or, you know, they're playing uh, playing the Cowboys on Thursday night this week. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to have to win one of these games eventually. Like, I, it's cool to make the playoffs, but, I mean, if you're going to suck, might as well just keep sucking and get a good pick out of it. Yeah, I mean, like Kenneth Walker's hurt, right? And so mm-hmm. they don't really have a run game anymore. But you would think with those three receivers, they could get some offense going. Hell, hand the ball off to Smith and Jigba. <laughs> right. Bounce or something. Like, do something. It's just, they really just, I don't know. I I like Geno Smith. I like the story here. I, I just feel like. You can start to see, like, oh, this is why you were back up for six years. Mm-hmm. Like, it's starting to make sense, and I feel bad for him. Like, I'm in this house, we cheer for Seattle, you know. So, like, mm-hmm. I feel bad. We were watching. I came upstairs when I was playing Fortnite with the kids, and she was so mad. She was like, "This is just terrible." I'm like, I mean, it's one of the better defenses in the NFL, but unfortunately, I'm pretty sure the NFC has three of the top five defenses. You got Philly, Dallas, and San Francisco. Yeah. Like, all right there. So. I mean, big win for San Francisco. They're trying to keep pace for potentially the number one spot. They're playing the Eagles this week, which will be a huge tiebreaker game. Um, but Seattle's still in it for a wild card. They're in a commanding spot for a wild card. They've got to win at least four more games probably, and they're probably in. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about it later. But, I mean, looking at Green Bay and Seattle, like Green Bay is 5-6 and six and Seattle is 6-5. and five. But Seattle has a tough schedule. Like. Yeah. They needed to be, I don't know, seven and four, eight and three at this point, because it. I don't see them getting four more wins. They have to be. If they don't beat Dallas Thursday, 
their chances. I, mean, I, I like this. I would love to see the percentages side by side of like if we win this game, then we're two games. You know, still two games up on the Packers, two mm-hmm. games of the Vikings. Like, okay, now we're in a more commanding lead than. Oh my God! If the Vikings win this week, we're tied, and yep. then you know the Packers are nipping at our heel. Like it's you got to when you, I feel like when you start having to hope for a bunch of losses, you it's bad. Yeah. So for sure, I want them to win, but I'm just not convinced. <laughs> so, all right. Oh, a Friday game. This is fun. Yeah. I don't know if "fun's" the right word, but it was a football game. <laughs> so Miami, New York. 34 to 13, Miami just beats the crap out of them. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill is incredible. And then we had a 99-yard pick six. Dude, that was the dumbest play I've ever seen. I know. I And it's funny because after the game, they're like, all the players that Rodgers brought over from Green Bay, and Boyle's one of them. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he was terrible in college, showed us some of his college stats, NFL stats. This guy shouldn't be. In the NFL, this is – it's insane how bad he yeah. is. I would say arguably he's – well, he's probably the same as Zach Wilson, honestly. There's not much of a difference. Or is it that the Jets' offense is just so dysfunctional that both quarterbacks are coming out bad? Yeah, I mean, I was listening to another podcast about this, and it's – there are two things with it. Like, they brought over um, Nathaniel Hackett, Two mm-hmm. in Aaron Rodgers. And for the second year in a row, he is the offensive coordinator for a quarterback not named Aaron Rodgers. And yep. it looks awful. Yeah. So is he actually a good offensive coordinator or is Rodgers really the offensive coordinator when he's healthy and Hackett's just there? Yeah. And then the second thing, they were – Josh Dobbs had an interview and – Somebody asked him, like, at the trade deadline, do you know what teams were interested in you? And he's like, as far as my agent told me, it was Cleveland and Minnesota. Yeah. And at the time, like, Watson was healthy, and Minnesota just lost Cousins. But, like, why didn't the Jets call about him? I don't know. Even, like, Wilson had a few decent games, but, like – you're literally a quarterback away from being a playoff team and you don't even call about Josh Dobbs and granted he looked terrible this week and he probably won't, he might not start again this coming week, but like he's a better option than Tim Boyle. Yeah. I I would agree completely on that. I don't, I don't know. I think people have, I think a lot of coaches too, like the Jets coach is getting into a point where it's like, okay, this is year, what three, and he hasn't done anything. He's built this amazing roster on paper, but they can't seem to put it together. And is it – I mean, the Jets are cursed, in my opinion, like the Dolphins or the mm-hmm. Chargers. It's it's just like they can't do anything. Like, they get all these players, all these big names, and it just doesn't work. Even though they draft, they hit a sauce Gardner home run, Reese Hall home run, like Garrett Wilson home run. Like, you have all these players, but you just get – Oh, my whole lifetime, the, the Jets had one good run for three years with Mark Sanchez, and the rest of the time they have been dog crap for the last 20 years. Yep. And I just – Rogers going there, I mean, he had to know, and it was a – I'm sure he thought he could change it, but mm-hmm. just the curse is the curse. And I don't – this is why you don't hire your buddies to play. Like, work with you. Right. Like, it's the same thing. Like, Hackett's not – it's like McCarthy, man. He's a bad coach. 
Mm-hmm. Like he did the same. They won one Super Bowl in Green Bay. He gets fired the one year they do bad. And he goes to Dallas with a guarded good team, but he can't beat winning teams. Yep. He does it's like you can't get him over the hump. So I don't know. I'm digressing here. <laughs> All right. I have the Steelers and the, the I have the Bengals Bengals, Steelers, Titans, Carolina next. Okay. So Bengals Steelers was awful. Um it was first off, Matt Canada goes. The Steelers put up 421 yards. <laughs> first time in like 50 games. Yes. Okay. The Steelers win 16 to 10. Skip that part. I was there. It was very frustrating. The passing game looked really good for the Steelers. They didn't get the, t- the passing touchdowns or anything, but they had, you know, Pickett looked much better than he did. Mm-hmm. Um, like Najee had a good game. Like, our, and of course, we give the ball, you know, Browning. He had, I had one really big throw to Chase, which was really good. Um, mm-hmm. But, Really struggled down the stretch, and then we we stopped giving the ball to Joe Mixon, which I feel like having a young quarterback in there, you want to give the ball to your running back more. Yeah, we just didn't do it. It was just it was a real boring. It's probably the most boring game I've been to in quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of just sat there and got mad and yelled at Steelers fans, which that part was fun, but <laughs> everything else was kind of lame. Yeah, I mean it's. It is confusing because Joe Mixon had, what, eight carries for 16 yards. So it wasn't like he was running it well. And I don't know. I don't remember. Like, I don't know if Pittsburgh was stacking the box. And so they were kind of forcing Browning to throw the ball. But it's just weird. Yeah. Because you have, like, Joe Burrow is amazing. Joe Burrow is a top three quarterback when he's healthy. But they still have a good offense outside of him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, like, Pittsburgh has good defense. Don't get me wrong. TJ Watt's a freak. Dude. Like, with Mixon and Chase and Boyd and, you know, Tanner Hudson has come out of nowhere. Like, yep. you would think they would do better than this. Yeah, it. I think they were stacking the box. Chase's catches were one on one on the outside. I I think they did, which was smart. I mean, I'd stack the box too and be like, "Please beat us with your arm." And even the the touchdown pass Browning had, it was like a like a flat route out. Like, and um, can't think of the, the tight end's name right now. It's, I'm, I'm I keep saying oh, Sam Sample. Yeah, Sample. I, I, I there was an S in there. I knew it. <laughs> like Drew Sample basically willed it into the end zone. Yeah. And I'm like, we're getting then the defense held and they held and they held. And honestly, it was a poor defense just, just they did awesome. It mm-hmm. was the offense. I mean, if you hold a team to 16 points, you should probably win. Yeah. Uh, and so the defense played well. They're not out of it, but they're gonna have to figure something out. I mean, I if it were me, I'd have McCarron in there myself, but but is he on the practice squad? Yeah. Okay. Like I didn't know he was still playing. <laughs> Yeah, we signed him uh, before Burrow got hurt. Okay. We, or maybe it was right out. I forget what it was. But it was, like, right near there we signed him because we, we needed a good practice squad quarterback. He's probably making more money in the practice squad than he did on uh, uh, the XFL. So. Right. <laughs> he didn't care. So. But yeah, I mean, with that win, Pittsburgh is in the driver's seat in the wild card. That's insane. They're not even good. It's so frustrating. I and, mean, again, the respect is there. I just – it's it's infuriating. I can't, I can't stand them. Mm-hmm. Bunch of cheaters, I swear. <laughs> so, uh, actually, speaking of that, you see what Matt or not Matt Castle, um, Alex Smith said about Tom Brady's comment about the NFL being full of mediocrity. 
Right. He basically was it Rex Ryan was sitting there. Yep. Who else? Someone else there. Teddy Bruschi was there. And another Patriots guy, I think. And he basically said Tom Brady played in the worst division of football the last twenty years and then dominated. <laughs> and right. dominated everybody. Right. And he was like, I mean, you tell me, Ocri, Tom, you retired last year, for God's sake. Like, exactly. What are you yeah. talking about? Like, you're saying now that you're out, everyone's different, and everything sucks now? Like, mm-hmm. come on, Brady, what are you doing? Right. So, I, I just and like, I, he's like, no offense to you, but uh, you guys sucked. <laughs> right. And then his whole comments about offensive players need to protect themselves, defensive players shouldn't have to protect offensive players. And Alex Smith was like, dude, you're the reason they made all those rules. Yeah, you're the one that, like, again, I love Tom Brady. You're the one, like, every time you got touched, you won the flag. Right. You know, that happened all the time. And that's how it – it wasn't like that until that started happening. And then it slowly progressed to that, which I, I like a lot of the rules. But, yeah, when you used to throw over the middle, if you didn't wake up in a hospital, that was – it's a coin flip. Like, right. I, I mean, you see now and you're like you, – they throw the ball and you're like, oh, no, <laughs> like, he's going to get murdered. And it's like, eh. Like touched, I touched you. You're down. I'm like, what the heck was that? Like, I don't want you to hurt the guy, but hit him. Yeah. The whole point. We just put flags on your hips and call it a day if you want to do that. <laughs> Easel. All right. So two things. Well, hey, I got the Titans Panthers. Um, Frank Reich has been fired uh, as the Panthers coach, which I don't, I don't know if I agree with that, but we can dig into that after the game. But uh, Titans win 17-10. Power win. Still in the wild card hunt somehow, but we're going to have to go on some sort of tear. Uh, and we don't, have the, we don't have the hardest schedule in the world. So, I mean, I really doubt we'll do anything at all, but mm-hmm. anyway, we'll see. Um, I'm just going to talk. The game was really bad, and Will Levis had a decent game. Um, but Henry joins, what, five? There's five other running backs uh, that have ever played the game with that many touchdowns, maybe like 90 touchdowns or something like that. So, wow. yeah, he's two. Yeah, he's in. He's. I think he's moving to the 17th all-time running, like, rushing yards. And they said if he gets to 10,000, he'll pass a bunch of people. He's only 1,000 away. So, I think if you play, I think he'll get there. Um, but touchdowns, he's, like, top five. Very A lot of rushing touchdowns. That's really the only thing right home about. I mean, Levis had a decent game. Uh, the Panthers are – I mean, when you trade your whole franchise away for a quarterback who probably should have gone number one overall, you're, the, that guy's not going to elevate the players around him, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, we held Thielen. The defense did well, but ugly game all around. Yeah, I mean, I think Bryce Young will be fine, but it is funny that like CJ Stroud is having an amazing year. He's going to be the rookie of the year, obviously, whatever. But Will Levis, Tommy DeVito. They both have more wins than Bryce Young this year. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. And Mm -hmm. then you get your coach fired, which it's the second year in a row that Carolina has fired their coach midseason. Yeah. And, you know, you traded for the number one pick so that you could get your guy. And I I don't know when they – I assume they hired Frank Reich before the draft, so he has – and who they picked and he's supposed to be this quarterback guy and you get rid of him like that's a short leash yeah i think a coach needs two years Mm -hmm. i think you need two years i think year one's gonna be rocky you know because usually when a coach is being fired you're not going to the chiefs 
You know, it's like you have to build this roster, build this chemistry. You get one draft, you get one draft, one free agency, then you get a second draft, second free agency. By then, you should have the players you want in the building. You should be able to build a winning culture. And at that point, if you can't build a culture, you don't see that. Like Dan Campbell, it took it took Dan Campbell a season and a half, and then you saw it. You saw that everything started clicking. Boom, they're eight and three, and they're going to the playoffs. Like, and it took two and a half seasons. Mm-hmm. That's just what you need time to build your roster and get those guys bought it. Otherwise, it's never going to work. Right. Like, it's not. I don't know. I don't know if the owner's a math guy or whatever, like a statistical guy. But like, you can't just add these people up on a list and be like, "Oh, this is, we're going to moneyball this thing." It's like, well, it's it's, it's a little different than that. I mean, you're mm-hmm. at least building that team chemistry. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's bad to watch. I mean, it's. Yeah. I'm laughing. I just keep laughing because I'm like, every time they suck, that Bears pick just keeps just stays right, right there. On and right, that's going to be so interesting to see what happens with that. Mm-hmm. Especially if the Bears believe Fields can be the guy, and they deal that to somebody else. Yeah, and they still get Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll get into it when we talk about the Bears, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that Fields is the answer. I don't know. Having Marvin Harrison Jr. would help a lot. It would help any quarterback. Yeah. Oh, that guy, I'll throw it in the air and he'll just you know, catch it. It'll be fine. Yep. <laughs> All right. I have the Jags and the Texans next. So this is actually a really good game. This was First a good game. Had so far. <laughs> yep. Um, Jags win 24-21. This was a big game. For the game, Texans are 6-4. and four, Jags are 7-3. and three. This game basically sets up a tie, like a tiebreaker, gives it to Houston, and all of a sudden they are one game back from, or no, they would have they would have taken first place. Excuse me, they would have yeah, taken first place. Yeah. So they're not out of it by any means, but the Jags played well again. I, th- I think Stroud outplayed Lawrence by far, and, and he was also the leading rusher, which is weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just, here's what I'll say: Texans are a better team than the Jaguars, in my opinion. I still, I still think Trevor Lawrence is not playing up to his potential. Mm-hmm. And just he he has more stat lines of one touchdown, one interception than most quarterbacks I've seen this year. And it's but they're winning games. Like I can't bash them. It's just imagine if he was like eighty percent and eighty five percent of what we saw at Clemson right now. Oh, oh, they wouldn't lose. Yeah. I mean, 12 to 7 touchdown ratio, interception ratio. Like, that's barely better than Bryce Young, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I think he's – he just came in with such high expectations. Yeah. Like, he's not – like, everybody expected him to be a top-five quarterback, and he's just not – at least not right now. Yep. And he's a very decent, above-average quarterback. I agree. Yeah, and it I would like, like, <laughs> that that'll win you some games. That'll lose you some games. Um, but in that division, that's good enough right now to win the division. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought they'd have a longer runway than this, but now that Stroud's doing what Stroud's doing, they still have these young guys coming up. I think next year the Texans run away with this division, and I hate oh, it. Yeah, like pants. And we still do the Titans thing. You know, we have so much cap space next year with Henry and Tannehill probably being gone. Like, that opens up. I think those two players take up half our cap space. Yeah. Like, over $100 million between the two of them. That's crazy. Which is insane. And next year, they're both, you know, no money to Tannehill and Henry. 
either owe no money to or there's no dead money or something. So, um, but it'll be, I think next year we'll have a very interesting division. I think um, it'll be one of the tougher ones. Like yeah. if Will Levis keeps progressing, Anthony Richardson will be healthy again. CJ Stroud mm-hmm. is a stud and Trevor Lawrence is a potential stud. Yep. Like, that can be a very tough division. If you're the Jaguars owner right now, you're looking at 2021. So next year, next season is really the target for Lawrence's three, $400 million extension. I mean, if he's playing like this, if he's a 12 to seven touchdown or touchdown rate interception ratio quarterback, are you paying him $400 million? I'm not. That's as, as, as that, it's like a fields as that time frame approaches, this decision time, you know, it's, it's almost like a Lamar, like you're winning, but how much are you doing? And like, are you winning some? You're going to lose us. Are you the guy to take us to the promised land? I don't know. Mm. Right now, I agree. I would not pay him right now. I'd, I'd tag him if it were me. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. I'm not sold on him yet, which you know that. But, yep. <laughs> um, okay. I got uh, Colts Buccaneers next. So Colts 27, Bucks 20. Um, again, a competitive game by Baker Mayfield, who continues to surprise me. Um, Minshew had nothing to write home about. Really, it was the uh, Jonathan Taylor game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's that's pretty much what happened. Jonathan Taylor was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna win this." Yep. Um, Minshew had a running touchdown, so we had three rushing touchdowns by the Colts, and then two field goals. So it, it was a. Yeah, I mean, they made it win. They won, and the Colts, weirdly enough, still aren't out of it. Right? How are they six and five? I didn't they have the same record as Houston. Yeah. This is ridiculous, man. We <laughs> um, had the Colts win again. I, I could imagine what they were doing if we had a 10-game Anthony Richardson in there, learning and playing. I mean, I'd be afraid at this point. Um, but big win by the Colts, Buccaneers, despite everyone's effort that's NFC South, still in it. <laughs> yep. They're only a game back. <laughs> stupid. Yeah. God. There, there was a um, – what was it? They, there was a video. I've sent you the guy before where he plays all the different characters. He goes around mm-hmm. the room, football. Yeah. Like, NFC South, welcome. He's like, we are going to auction off your playoff spot. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, this is the second year in a row. You, you, you have to go at least 500 to earn a spot. You, none of you are going to playoffs. Like, I don't care who wins. We're auctioning it off. <laughs> no. It's it ridiculous. Is, it is ridiculous how bad they are. And they were so on. They were talking about Atlanta using all their weapons as decoys. The guy was like, "You know, you can just use them as weapons. They don't have <laughs> decoys." It's <laughs> like, what, what are you? Oh my god! I just, it's so hard to watch. With all all that talent too is just being wasted. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I don't really have anything to say about that game, so we can move on to the next one, which is Saints Falcons, so we can keep talking about the division. Sure. Uh, one last piece, and I'll shut up. Yeah, Baker's touchdown interception ratio seventeen to seven. He has five more touchdowns than Trevor Lawrence. Let's go. Um, you're right. Go ahead, Falcons Saints. You go. Yeah. So Falcons won twenty four to fifteen, which they finally use Bijan more. Like they they've been using him more. Yeah. And it's paying off. Like Ritter is back in there as a starter. He did not have a great game. Like he had a couple picks. I think he had a fumble in there too. Um. But he made plays. Like, he had a rushing touchdown. That, uh, it was a good run. But, 
yeah, like it, it's just one of those things where this division, we thought the Saints were going to run away with it, and then we thought mm-hmm. the Bucks were going to be competitive in it, thought the Falcons were going to be good, and they were terrible. And then they're all just kind of beating each other up, and it's just ugly. Yeah. Like the Saints were so bad. They are. I, it's so weird, man. It's honestly, it's frustrating. I think what you're having now is so I was checking this. Heineke was not listed injuries. So I think I think the problem is now you have a scared head coach because he's just he's doing anything and everything he can to switch things up to get them to win. And I don't think it's coming from here. I think he's I think he's literally mentally scared. He's gonna get yeah. fired. It's his third year. He's put a great roster together. Can't find a quarterback to save his life. This will be his what fourth one? Like Matt Ryan, uh, Heineke, Ritter, Mariota. Like mm-hmm. another one that I can't remember. I mean, I'm sure Cordell Patterson played quarterback at some point too for them. Like go. So yeah. but like that's it's I think Arthur Smith is scared. And I think he is gonna get fired. But I mean, you gotta you gotta play the best players, you gotta try to win. But it feels like he's like Heineke, no Ritter. Well, Heineke's healthy. No, I'm gonna go with Ritter. Uh, and it's like, and Heineke didn't play bad the one game he played. So it's like he didn't play great, but it wasn't bad. So I don't know. That's the vibe I'm getting from it. You think he wins if they win, or he gets fired if they win the division? They're in the lead. Arum. I mean, in a nutshell, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> in the scheme of the NFL, you suck. <laughs> right. Like they, I, I'd fire him. I'm looking at it. They're. Tied with the Saints, but they have the tiebreaker. They're three and zero in division. Yeah, because they have the best overall team. They should be three and zero. But Baker Mayfield's out there balling out, beating everybody. Like he's he's playing better than every. You have Bryce Young, number one pick overall. Doesn't matter. Yeah, Derek Carr, a two three hundred million dollar quarterback who should be beating Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Who's not. Yeah, you know, it's it's weird. Yeah. It is, man. But Baker's gonna be. I I bet Baker signs a two or three year deal with the Buccaneers at the end of the season. He should. I, mean, I take him. He's playing well. Yeah, like they're not going to have a high enough draft pick to. Well, I mean, they might. I mean, they're they're still four and seven. It's not like they're running away with it. Yeah. Um. So they might have a high enough draft pick, but like Baker is a better. Like he's a top fifteen quarterback. Yeah, I'd agree. He's playing like it now, and mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like. Look at the the Browns are like the Jets and the Chargers to me. It's like, yeah, he had one one really good year, one okay year there. He you, you know he leaves, he had injuries and stuff, but like he leaves and all of a sudden it's like, all right, you're you're putting some pretty good numbers. I mean, you have a two to one, two to two and a half to one touchdown interception ratio. Like that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and you have the other quarterbacks who can't even play, and like you have the Browns who are struggling, but their their whole roster is amazing. And it's like, is it is it a Baker Mayfield problem, or is it an organization problem? Because even with Deshaun Watson in there, the savior, the massage savior, as I call him in this house, he's he plays like crap too. So who's yeah. whose fault is it really? Yeah, I don't know. We'll find out. Yep. Um, we got oh, this. God, we can skip this. Uh, <laughs> I really, I can't say it. Giants win ten to seven over the Patriots. Patriots are awful. Belichick will be fired into the season. Dane DeVito beat Belichick. Yep. <laughs> Got anything to add to that? Matt Jones is awful. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he played one half and had two picks in the first half and got benched. Hey, now, he had 89 yards. <laughs> That's pretty good considering you give the ball away. Do your try. <laughs> 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 uh, 
here, I don't need these two drives. I'll get my 89 yards on my own. Thanks. Right. <laughs> like, they are so bad. I think I saw maybe it's been three games in a row. Now. I don't remember. They've lost at least two in a row where they've only given up 10 points. And like their defense is great. Their offense is. Belichick can never build a good offense. The yeah. best thing he ever did, the two things he ever did, he traded for Corey Dillon when they won the first Super Bowl with Brady. Was that with Brady? It was right around there. Maybe second Super Bowl. They signed Randy Moss, who yeah. I think at that time was one of those Belichick like, oh, it's just going to work out. It's a weird situation. Yeah. That's it. That's all he's ever done. Like, and the defense has done it. And done Tom Brady, it's like, I'll take care of the rest. Thanks, Coach. Yep. Oh. It's it's so much fun to watch. Yeah, they're bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I got Rams, um, Cardinals. So, Rams win 37-14. That's a bloodbath considering the Rams are 5-6, and six, but also still in the thick of the wild card. Mm-hmm. Um, Stafford looks like the Stafford of the Super Bowl run. Four touchdowns. Um and then, you know, Kyler Murray. He, so, and I'm, I'm very hard on Kyler Murray. He's gotten progressively better this season as he's got I think it's game three, I think, with his ACL back from the back of his ACL. He's getting better. Um, obviously, it's still not a good enough to win games, really, but he is looking better and they need weapons. I mean, they, they I feel like this, they signed Ertz, they got Marquise Brown. None of that's working out. You got James Conner, who's a hand me down running back, who's good. But they just need some oomph. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's why I think Kyler should be traded anyway. They need picks. Um, but, uh, you know, he's getting better. Uh, that's only his whole game. That's what I'll talk positive about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think he's played the Rams well historically. No. Um, but I I just don't know that he's fully healthy yet, honestly. Like, he's – Yeah. Like you said, he is getting better, which makes me think he's – getting healthier, but like, they're just a bad team. Like you said, they don't have enough weapons. Their defense isn't very good because you look at the Rams and they are winning games with Kyron Williams as the running back going off. Tutu Atwell was a leading receiver. Like it wasn't Cup or Nakua. Like their defense is Aaron Donald and a bunch of dudes and they're winning games. So like, they are playing tough, and part of that, I think, is Stafford just being a, a good quarterback. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, the Rams are right in it. Like, they are yeah. they could easily get a wild card if they beat Seattle and go on a run. Like, they could do it. You think Donald retires if they don't make the playoffs? It seems like it. It's yeah. like he just doesn't seem as – like, he hasn't seemed as dominant since they won the Super Bowl. And, yeah. like, he's been hurt. He's getting older. But part of me is, like, it It kind of feels like a Gronk thing where it's, like, he's only in it if it's if they're competitive. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, based on uh, – uh, oh, my gosh, I almost said Nakua. And Dominican Sue, when he, you know, when he left the Lions – he just signed $10 million deals for six years. I mean, he made $60 million over six years. That's okay. <laughs> like, that's to the best team. Yeah. I got houses everywhere, and I was a real estate agent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's mm-hmm. good. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, they, Donald could be like, trade me. I want to go to a contender, and I'm so, all I'm going to do is sign contenders. That's what Jebion Clowney is doing. He's not even good anymore. <laughs> like, he's like, 
$8 million. You're going to be scary because you're big and look like the predator, but you're not going to do anything. He's like, <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> what, yeah. do they say, what do they say on the blind side? They're like, when Michael Orr won't block, he's like, well, at least when they get off the bus, the other team will be terrified. <laughs> he's like, gigantic. Uh-huh. I mean, that's what he should do. Like, imagine him on, you know, the Chiefs or the Ravens or the Cowboys. Like, yep. that's scary. Yeah. You know, you don't have to play every snap or anything. You can be like, sit over the sideline. Third down? Yeah, I'll come in. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, I'll stop the middle. I can do that. A fresh Aaron Donald coming off the sideline, every, you know, 20 plays, 30 plays a game. Okay. Yeah. I'm right with that. Mm-hmm. You want to take this next one, big guy? You got Broncos Browns? That's what I got. Let's go. Let's ride. <laughs> so the Broncos beat the Browns 29 to 12, which is a score that has never happened before. I don't know if you heard what? that. Yeah. That has never been a final score. Um, which is wild. And it's only because Denver got a safety at the end of the game, but it still counts. Um okay. So, yeah, they have won five in a row. They are the hottest team in the league right now, as far as win streak goes. Their defense is playing phenomenally. Like, I get that you're playing Cleveland without Deshaun Watson. Um, Their starter went out with a concussion, DTR. So then they had P.J. Walker in. And so I get that Cleveland's offense was uh, not what it normally is. But to give up 12 points, like, still pretty good after you gave up 70 in week three or four or whatever it was. Yeah. It's just their offense, I think they're still, like, it seems like one of their most complete games so far, but their offense still feels like it's a little bit, um, like, they're missing something. Yeah, I can see that. Have you seen Russ's stat, stat line? He has the best touchdown-interception ratio in the league. Like, He's this is the difference from last year, though, is whatever happened, whatever's happening with that man mentally, because there's some there's something happening. Mm -hmm. He's not making the mistakes like he's these stats are not blowing me away. The touchdown interception ratio is very impressive, but Mm -hmm. he's not trying. It's not like he had one touchdown and two turnovers. Now, the defense, that's like I'm going to get you 20 points and you're going to kick the crap. out. And this is where the Browns defense is the top three defense, like statistically, like. They put up 29 points versus a very good team. So, I don't know what's going on, but in my wildest dreams, yes, I dream about this sometimes, Tim, I see Russell like he's like a puzzle piece that's like, you know, like it's kind of rough, and you're like, you know it goes there. You're like, I got to just kind of knock the piece into it. All of a sudden, like someone's going to tap him, it's going to click. If this guy starts putting up two or three touchdowns a game, no one's beating the Broncos. Yeah. And I cannot believe I'm saying these words out loud right now, considering where we were before we went to Denver. <laughs> right, right. And it's weird, but he's just he's playing. He's on pace for a little over 4,000 yards. Mm-hmm. He's on pace for like 35 to 40 touchdowns. Like, I don't know. I mean, I was watching Good Morning Football or whatever it was after they beat the Browns, and it was um, – there was an analyst that was like, nobody wants to play the Broncos right now, which <laughs> was a wild thing for me to hear because I still yeah. am covering from last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like they are, when I think about the NFC, like you have the Eagles, the 49ers and the Cowboys, they're like clearly mm-hmm. the three best teams 
in the NFC. The AFC, like, it's not super clear. Like, Kansas City is still a really good team, but their offense isn't what it used to be. Yeah. Baltimore has looked really good, but they've also looked really bad. Miami can't beat good teams. Jacksonville is kind of iffy. Like, Denver might be one of the scarier teams in the AFC right now. With that defense, I think it's I think it's a combo of whatever Sean Payton's doing. It's people starting to buy into it. Mm-hmm. The defense is playing amazing, which is this is what he did in New Orleans too. He built an amazing. No one talked about it because Drew Brees, but his defense was incredible. And Russell's not turning the ball over, and he's like, I'll I'll put two touchdowns up on every game. Like, good luck because yeah. I'm I'm not going to give you the ball. Like, you're going to have to earn every point versus a top five defense. Good luck. And the defense is getting takeaways. Mm-hmm. I actually picked them up. They're so good. I had the 49ers defense. I wouldn't drop the Broncos. I kept them both, and I'm starting the Broncos this week because I'm like, they're getting takeaway. Like, they're they're not yeah. just stopping them. They are beating them. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, I, I feel like we had something to do with it. I saw that they had, in their five-game win streak, they have 16 takeaways. They're averaging three takeaways a game. That's that's <laughs> – Two interceptions of fumble every game. That's you're, no teams. No teams winning that. Now, I would be curious when they play a team. They maybe they get in those t- stops. They're not getting the turnovers to see how Russell can respond. But right now, he doesn't have to. So, right. <laughs> but, yeah, that's an awesome. And, and the Browns. I mean, they're going to be. They'll probably be a wild card team unless this is the start of their collapse. I mean, their offense just. I don't know how you go anywhere without Deshaun Watson. But hey, the Steelers are doing it. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Like you said, they're still in the driver's seat. So, yeah, exactly. So, like, they can lose a couple here. They, they, they've earned it. Like, they, mm-hmm. they win nine games. They're probably getting in. Yeah. Oh. Um. All right, Chiefs Raiders. This was an interesting one because yeah. I turned this game on and like, you've got to be kidding me. The Raiders are up fourteen to zero. They held the Chiefs to zero points in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. They were kicking the crap out of them. 31-17, I think I already said that, Chiefs. And then Mahomes was like, nah, dude. <laughs> like, when he went off. Uh-huh. I mean, what a game for the Chiefs in general. But I think it says more about the Raiders than anything. Like, how bad was Josh McDaniels? Yeah. I mean, it looks like he was pretty – it looks like he was holding the entire team back. They're playing with a unnamed rookie mm-hmm. with – in my opinion, a bunch of aging players and Max Crosby, who's the entire defense, yep. and they're going to toe-to-toe with the Chiefs, which most people in that division haven't done in five years. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, Antonio Pierce, I don't I don't know that they'll keep him as the coach, but he's definitely – like, he was a player. He was a linebacker. Yeah. So, he – like, he's a player's guy. And they're just – I like you said, I think McDaniels was just terrible – and yeah. was probably disconnected from the team. And Antonio Pierce is like, dude, I get it. Like, let's just go play. Yep. And, it's got fun. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. And it, if they had a decent quarterback, if they had Derek Carr. <laughs> You're right. You're who right. Knows where they would be. I mean, they could take, honestly, like Baker Mayfield might be, I, I think the Bucks should sign him, but like the Raiders could sign him next year. Yeah. Like they could trade for Justin Fields. Like you don't have to give a bunch for him, probably a second or third round pick. Like you go get, like you said, you go get a quarterback, put him on this deep offense, get another receiver to compliment Devontae Adams, dude. Mm-hmm. Like 
you're going to be a probably a ten and seven team next year, like competitive. Yep. So imagine they would have had they would have had McDaniel's fired from the beginning of the season. This is probably a in the hunt playoff team, and they're still in the hunt, but like like a right. seven five instead of five and seven. Right. Mm-hmm. That makes a big difference. But the Chiefs, they win. You know, Mahomes had a good game. Uh, Pacheco, which their whole running game is weird for me because it was like eighteen running backs they used. But um, like I played two Chiefs against. My cousin Tyler last week, and he's like, oh, it was Pacheco and Rice. He's like, we're going to dominate. I'm like, I don't think you are because you don't know who's going to catch the ball. <laughs> right. You just really have no idea. That's why I don't pick Chiefs players unless it's Travis Kelsey. Right. Exactly. So, all right. Please tell me you got to see the Sunday night football game. Yeah. Well, no. this wasn't Sunday night, but yeah. No, you're right. It like because it ended at 745. Right. The Eagles-Buffalo, 37-34 Eagles. Best game of the week. Oh, my gosh. It was so much fun to watch. So, like, it was just back and forth. Josh Allen, the other offensive coordinator, Josh Allen has arguably one of the better games he's had all year. Passing was okay. When you have 81 rushing yards and two touchdowns, you can kind of give and take. But, again, now we're back to Josh Allen does everything. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead. I've been talking a lot. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, Josh Allen, this was one of his best games of the year. He had over 400 yards of offense on his own, like four touchdowns. He, it's just, I think Buffalo is just cursed and Philly is like chosen, you know, like they, Buffalo should have won this game. It it felt a lot like that Bill's Chiefs playoff game from a few years ago Mm -hmm. where Allen and Mahomes were just going back and forth. And it was this with Allen and Hurts, but you get like Philly was up and then Buffalo comes roaring back. Or no, Buffalo was up and Philly came back, but Buffalo was up in the end. And Philly had to get this field goal, and it was like they were doing everything they could to get out of field goal range. Yeah. Jason Kelsey had two false starts. As Which the is center. weird. Yeah. And so their kicker comes out and just bombs this 60-yard field goal. Yeah. Like, we, Naomi and I were watching it, and I'm like, there's no way he makes this. Because <laughs> it's raining and muddy and gross. Yeah. And they're like, it's a 59-yard field goal. No way. He would have made it from 65. Like, Oh, yeah, he had that. He would yeah. have shattered Justin Tucker's record for sure. Yeah. And so it goes over time, and Buffalo gets the ball first. And I'm like, oh, well, it's over because Allen is playing so well. Nope. And he misses that nope. out route to Gabe Davis. Yep. Well, I think Gabe Davis, if you go back and look, it looked like he just gave up. Mm-hmm. Like the ball landed like – three feet from him to his left. Yeah. Then he got turned around and frustrated. Instead of playing through the contact, he just threw his hands up. And the ball, I mean, if he would have fallen over, it would have hit him in the face. Yeah. like, And then Hertz comes back, marches down the field, and just runs that bad boy in the end zone for the win. That was, oh, my gosh, that was so much fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I was listening to – it was a football player talking about that Gabe Davis play, which it was a cover zero, which means it's an all-out blitz yep, and just one-on-one coverage on the outside. And apparently what is taught is if you see an all-out blitz and you're a receiver, you run to the middle of the field because the quarterback's just going to throw it up. Yeah. And Gabe Davis ran more to the corner instead and like Josh Allen got interviewed afterwards and he took responsibility for it 
kind of. He was like, you know, I, I had a guy in my face. I just have to guess. And he threw it up and Gabe Davis went the other way. Um, but based on that, like, I don't know why you wouldn't run to the middle of the field if there's no one there. I don't know. Yeah. He's just not paying attention. <laughs> he right. could have been so focused on himself. He didn't recognize the all-up blitz. Maybe I don't know these. I think a lot of receivers and these players were trained and they learned how to recognize these things. And they'll never recognize them as much as a quarterback, I don't think. But mm-hmm. they can recognize these things. I mean, I think a lot of the greats do that. And like, oh, I, I'm picking up a blitz. Like, even Troy Polamalu on defense, like, he picked up on signals. He picked up on – that's why he was so dominant. He just – he knew what you were doing before you knew what you were doing. Yeah. And, um, I mean – Gabe's been doing this for a couple of years now. He, if that's the case, he should have picked up on that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have no idea. I just they lost. That's all. That all I know is the the amazing Buffalo Bills are six and six, which I never would have thought were happen was going to happen. Yeah, but I will say, I mean, they are they did drop down. Like they're, I think, tenth in the conference now. Yeah. Um, they, I would not want to play them. Currently. No, no. Like no if, if they, I, I can see them rattling off three or four wins and making the playoffs as a seven seed. I would not want to play them in the first round of the playoffs. No, there's certain teams I don't want to play. Like, I don't care about the Chiefs are playing. I really don't want to play the Chiefs. Right. Like, even though the Bengals, even though Burrow seems to have Mahomes' number, I still don't want to. I don't want to test that theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yep. once you lose. Over there. <laughs> like, I'll take like uh some other I'll take the Titans when they sneak in or something. That seems that seems nice. Let's do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, that seems better. But big win for the Eagles are ten and one. They're amazing. I think they're the first what uh what was the stat I saw? They were the first I think it was like the first they were the underdog in this, I thought. I don't remember what the stat was. It was cool. I was really excited about it and I can't remember a thing. So I think it's something like they're the first team to lose the Super Bowl and come back and be nine and one or ten and one, something like that. That might be a thing. Yeah. This is different. That is that is probably true. Because typically you get a Super Bowl hangover, typically. Yep. Uh where they struggle at least. And not only do they play bad, but they just they just don't play as well as they we think they should. Yeah. So I don't know. Um but here we go. Look at this. Ravens Chargers. Can you can first off, Ravens twenty, Chargers ten. Can you believe the Chargers are the same record as the Titans? <laughs> that is wild. Let's just lay that out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have Eckler, these amazing receivers, Boza, Khalil Mack, Justin Herbert, like these, I forget the safety of saving the cornerback of life. I cannot think of their names. They're very good as well. And it's like, yeah. That's yes. And they're four and seven. Yep. I, I, I don't. I don't know. They, is it Herbert? Is it Staley? What is it? Yeah. I mean, they they looked so bad. I mean, they it felt like every other play they were fumbling the ball. <laughs> yeah. I and, know. you know, it is a confusing thing with Herbert because I think if you ask most NFL fans outside of Kansas City and Cincinnati and Buffalo and whatever, like if you had the opportunity to have Justin Herbert, you would take him. Heartbeat. But, like, he he has talent and he's not winning games. Yeah. And there are, I think there are some hidden, the hidden stat. I love always the hidden stat. I never understood when I was a kid, but I kind of get it. It's like, 
yeah, he had one touchdown, one interception. Cool. But it's like he also missed 15 passes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not good. And it's like – and then you hit the hidden yards where it was like, what was in the throne? What was missed thrown? What was – you didn't get through your, your reads quick enough and you, you missed the open receiver. Like, you're costing those points. Because 10 points is not because Baltimore's defense is just so dominant. Like, Baltimore is a very good defense. Don't get me wrong. But the Chargers, they should be able to go toe-to-toe with most people at least on points. If you lose in the end, Buffalo style, that's just how it works. But you should at least be putting up a fight. Yeah. And I, I just – I don't think – I mean, heck, they didn't get their first touchdown until the fourth quarter with eight minutes left. Like – and they still – they were still down. And then, then Zay Flowers scored, and that was the end of it. But – Yeah. I don't know, dude. They're, they're – I, I saw a real quick video and it said that Eli Manning – was a far inferior quarterback than Justin Herbert, which that piece, I'm not sure I agree with that. If you go back and look at Manning's stats, but anyway, they said he'll go, he'll go down as one of the best to ever do it. Two Super Bowl wins, obviously, but the best decision he ever made was telling or San, Diego, San Diego to kiss his ass. Yeah. He's like, I'm going there. Mm-hmm. And it changed his career because I just feel like Rivers had a good career there, but they couldn't win Super Bowl. They couldn't win the big games. Breeze got traded. Herbert it's not working. It's just they're not winning. And if you look at Breeze, you, they traded. Oh my God! Really, they traded away three Super Bowl rings: two to Eli, one to Drew Breeze. Yeah, I yeah. never even put that together until just now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it is. Like when I think about Eli Manning and Philip Rivers, they seem like very similar quarterbacks to me, like stats wise. But it's literally the Super Bowls, like yeah. Rivers you could argue was a better quarterback than Eli Manning, mm-hmm. but Manning won. Yep. Like, That's it. and so you wonder, or at least I do, like if Rivers had gone to New York, would he have won those Super Bowls? I don't know. I don't know. And Eli beat Tom Brady twice. It wasn't like he beat Peyton Manning when he was old and fragile or, you know, an aging Kurt Warner or whatever. Like it was, he beat, he literally beat Tom Brady, the best to ever do it, twice. Yep. Oh. I don't know, man. The Ravens are scary. I hate admitting that, but I, I want nothing to do with that team. Yeah. I mean, they're now leading the AFC. They got the inside track to the one seed. Yep. Right. I don't want to go to Baltimore in January or February. No, but someone's going to Kansas City and someone's going to Baltimore. It's just that's that's going to – I think it's going to be number one, number two. Yep. And you're going to – I mean – We'll see if Lamar cracks in the playoffs, but we'll, we won't know until we get there. Yeah, it is like getting to be that time where he starts getting hurt. So we'll see. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it gets cold, it gets fragile, boom, he's hurt. <laughs> so moving on to the first game, and I think it was 50 years on Monday Night Football, the team won without scoring a touchdown. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was so it's ugly. Terrible. Ugly. Oh, my gosh. Four – Four touch, and as many touchdowns as the Vikings had interception or touch many uh, mm-hmm. field goals as the Vikings had interceptions. Mm-hmm. That's just the Bears win twelve to ten. It was a dull affair. I mean, DJ Moore had a great game. I only lost by seven points in my league. I needed like oh so close because he had a good game. Mm-hmm. Fields is back to his old ways. He leads the team in rushing. I just don't. I don't get it. And, you know, there's only so many things you can judge from the sideline watching on TV. And then you're like, what is what is going on? Like, it's like with Russell Wilson. It's like, what is actually happening in your head? You won. That's great. I guess. I mean, he's fighting for his career here. But 
Mm-hmm. I, I just don't get it, man. I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, he he looked good for a while, and then he had a couple of fumbles. I think he fumbled on back-to-back drives. Um, and it was after, like, Dobbs was trying to give him the game. Dobbs had four interceptions, and Chicago couldn't do anything with it. And the fact that they had to get a last-second field goal to win, like, like you said, they got the win, but they looked mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah, they did. I mean, I even think about the four interceptions. You got four extra possessions to score points, and you barely, you barely got out with your life. Yeah, that's insane to me. Mm-hmm. And like on the Minnesota side. I kind of mentioned it earlier, like Josh Dobbs came in and was like one you a couple games or one at least. And then he does this and the bears like they got sweat at the trade deadline, but like they don't have a great defense. No. And Dobbs is still learning the offense. So I want to come some slack there, but four interceptions, like that's not you just not knowing the offense. Like, yeah, that's Sam Darnold seeing ghost in New York interceptions. Like, that's yeah. very bad. Yeah. Uh, and to be fair, Mike's had a bad game. I don't know. I mean, the Vikings, what I don't understand is the Vikings, Madison, uh, he was running for 5.2 yards a carry, and they just didn't give him any more touches than 10, which is kind of weird. Yep. But, I mean, the Bears are, I mean, basically they just moved their, their fifth pick is now like the seventh pick. So it's yeah. not much of a difference, but let's look at the number one overall, baby. <laughs> ideal fields ideal fields to vet the Raiders whoever wants them for a third or second round pick and I just I just take because they didn't they didn't give much up to go get him um no. so when you're when you're like a 15th pick or whatever 10th pick or whatever it was you lost like a third round out of it like who cares like go get that back you're missing your first rounder happens all the time go get Caleb Williams Marvin Harrison let's ride off in the sunset together that sounds nice yeah I mean, they, they should be so much better next year. So, Yeah, we said that last year, too. Right. That's true. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, so that so, was week 12. Go yeah. Ahead. I was going to say, before we get into picks, since we're, like, close, do you want to pick wild card teams? Oh, sure. I don't care. I'm down. Like, it, it doesn't have to be, like, super in-depth, but just – a quick thing, because I'm curious what your thoughts are. All right. So, I don't know why I don't have my Wi-Fi on, because I don't understand. Well, well, I'll, yeah. I'll help you out if you need it. No, I, I think I say I got it, but. Yeah. So, I'll just. I got it. All right. So, AFC, I'm just assuming the four, top four teams are going to win the division. So, just take them out of it. So, Baltimore, Kansas City, Jacksonville, Miami, all division winners. So then you have Pittsburgh and Cleveland at seven and four, Indy, Houston, and Denver at six and five, Buffalo at six and six, Cincinnati at five and six, Vegas at five and seven, and then others. I think all three wild cards drop out, and I really? think you have Buffalo, Denver, and Houston jump in. Because, dang, huh? Dang! Oh, he said, "Hey, I'm like, I put Denver in there." <laughs> I just Buffalo's playing too well. Houston's getting hot now. Denver's getting hot, and Cleveland is not. The Pittsburgh almost lost to the backup Bengals, and the Colts can't keep this. They're sputtering, and we 
the thing was Buffalo has kind of been their own worst enemy, but Denver and Houston are on fire. Yeah. Like if Houston lost, they still almost beat the eight and three Jags. And I think they're the better team right now. Mm-hmm. So with what, five, six games left they're and they're only one game. They're all, we're, the teams are one game apart. Yeah. So I, I think, I think they, the three flip flop. Yeah. I mean, I think Pittsburgh still gets a wild card. Like their offense looked better. So I think they're going to play well. I do think Cleveland and Indy drop out. Um, Houston and Denver play this week, so it's going to be interesting. Oh, interesting. With that. And I don't know about Houston's schedule, but I know Denver is past their Kansas City games, which is helpful. Yeah. So I do think it will be Pittsburgh and Denver, and I think I'm putting Buffalo in just because I like they have the track record. Like, I think Houston is going to be right there, but I don't know that they're they're a young team. That's yeah, they're going to hold on. Yeah, I just I know I don't think I don't think Indy and Cleveland can hold on. That's that's all I think. I don't. I think you're right. Pittsburgh has the leadership there and the the core nucleus to win. I I just don't believe any of the other teams do really. Yeah. So NFC. Uh, what'd you say? NFC, real quick. The fact that the. Falcons are five and six in a division winner makes me sick. Um, Dallas stays. Ah, Wow. This is. So more than likely there's a chance that Geno Smith. I'm going to say this out loud because I feel like a crazy person. There's a decent chance that Geno Smith or Geno Smith, Jordan Love or Josh Dobbs gets into the playoffs. Yep. I apologize. There's two spots. So there's, you know, <laughs> this is nuts. Um, I don't, I don't do this. Is tough. I'm going my gut. Dallas, I think Seattle stays, and I think Green Bay will end up slipping in because I just think the Vikings cannot. You need to bring a quarterback in for two or three games to win you. You can build a game plan around that, but you cannot control that much. Six weeks of football games, you cannot control all that. Unless you have an amazing defense, but even the Steelers are like that. Like their offense is struggling, and their defense controls everything, and they still struggle. Like, and they have a really good coach and a really good nucleus. So it's like, I don't think the Vikings keep it up. Um, so I think Jordan Love the bit way you play. I think they slip in. Yeah, they could. Yeah, I mean, I think Dallas definitely is in. I'm. I think the Rams are going to pass Seattle. Okay. And then I'll go. With Minnesota, I think they are good enough in division to beat. I mean, they did just lose to Chicago, so maybe not. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I think Dallas, Minnesota, and the Rams. Okay, so we are we are opposite on that. Completely. That's going to be different, you know. I appreciate that. Uh-huh. All right, now we can do picks. Yes, who's winning? I know we missed last week. But well, was- your uh, new plan to have us each pick a game for each other really helped me out. <laughs> I backfired. Because oh, <laughs> I got Dallas and made you pick Carolina, and then you made me pick the Giants, and they beat Washington. <laughs> freaking Dane Avito, man. I'm wa- I was looking at Cole. like, why are you so mad? I'm like, because he gave me the freaking Panthers, and I <laughs> gave him a win out of that. <laughs> Great yeah. idea. I liked it. And then never beat Minnesota, so I'm up three on you right now. 
Oh, that's cool. Great. <laughs> Yay. Good. And I get to go first and flip a game. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you only have pictures? Yeah, you go ahead. All right. So Thursday night we have Seattle, Dallas. Um, we've been talking about Seattle a lot. Like this is a game they need to win, but Dallas has been playing really well. So I'm gonna go with Dallas. I'm going Dallas too. I think they're gonna break their not beating a winning team streak, even though this is barely a winning team. But I think this is where they snap it. Yep. All right. Oh, my Yep. All right, baby. Colts, Titans. Titans. Not a timeout. Titans, baby. You're taking the Titans? I don't trust Gardner Minshew. He couldn't beat us before. He ain't beating us now. No. No. I'm taking Indy. Like, they're just (laughs) – the Indy has a better team right now. Like, Will Levis – I think there's more tape on Will Levis, so he just hasn't been as great as he was that first game. Okay. Fair enough. Nothing wrong picking wrong, man. They keep it interesting. I appreciate it. Um, um, <laughs> all right. So I think Justin Herbert, his I don't understand him. He's got a almost as good as um Russell Wilson, 20 to 6. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm getting distracted. So Chargers, Patriots. Chargers. Chargers. <laughs> That's yeah, silly. E- easy. <laughs> I wonder which one I'm gonna flip on you. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, Steelers Cardinals. So this is iffy. I'm going. Ah, I hate the Steelers. I'm going Steelers. I just, I, if, if Kyler actually starts running around, they the Cardinals might win this thing. Um, because yeah. they can only put up 17 points. The Steelers can. Um, they might stand a chance. Yeah. yeah, I think it'll be a closer game, but I do think Pittsburgh wins. Their defense is going to get after him. Okay. All right. Broncos, Texans. Give me the Broncos. <laughs> Ride that win streak. I uh I'm torn. So I, I want Stroud to win, but I also am gonna start Denver's defense because <laughs> I think it's <laughs> turnovers. But also the their offense has been so good. <sighs> I gotta go Texans. Oh, Okay. Yep. I'm going Texans. Okay. I mean, that's a big game. Like, I don't think anybody thought it was going to be a big game going into the year. But whoever wins that has, like, a fast track to the wild card. Yeah, not only seven and five, you got a tiebreaker against the other one. So, you should be a better wild card spot, too. Yep. All right. Lions, Saints. You're up. Crap. Oh, Lions. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going Lions, too. Sweet. Right, that should be an easy. I think the Lions will bounce back from that one easy. Yeah. This is going to be – this is this is difficult. There's a lot of difficult games here. Mm-hmm. Um, Falcons and Jets. And I'm up first. You're up first. <laughs> Thank God. I think, like, this is going to be an ugly game. I don't think either quarterback is going to be good. But – at least the Falcons' offense is scoring points, where the Jets are not. So I'm going Falcons. I can't. I'm about to do this. It's a stupid decision, but <laughs> Jets. <laughs> Ritter is so bad. <laughs> he's, if he's turning the ball over to the Saints' defense, just imagine what the Jets' defense is going to do to him. You think he's worse than Tim Boyle? 
oh, no, not by all long shot. But I believe the Jets defense is here and the Falcons defense is here. Yeah. So I, that will balance. I think it might end up being a – it'll be like a good, bad game, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Like, like, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Dolphins, Commanders. Yeah, you're up. <laughs> I'm, I'm going Dolphins. Um, the Commanders actually look good. They, just, they can't keep up. Yeah, I'm going Dolphins as well. Like, this is one that they're supposed to win, so they will win it. Yeah, they will win it, yeah. Yep. Uh, now, if they were, uh, you know, 6-6, six and six, <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, okay, this is actually isn't that big. Uh, Panthers, Buccaneers. So, I mean, I'm going Buccaneers. It'll be a big win for Baker. Kind of pulled him right up the first place as soon as the Raiders – or as soon as the Falcons lose. Right. So, <laughs> I have a plan here. <laughs> I mean, I think – the way Carolina played last year with an interim coach, they played well. I don't know if it's going to be the same, but I think they'll be fired up at least. So it'll be a close game. But yeah, I'm also going to go Tampa Bay. Yeah. Good decision. All right. Ooh. Ooh. Niners, Eagles. You go first. <laughs> oh, I'm starting on this one. Shoot. <laughs> um,. I mean, the Eagles have to lose at some point, right? <laughs> the 49ers have looked really, really good. So is Philly. And Philly is finding ways to win these games. So this is really a coin flip. Um, I'm going to go 49ers. Oh, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. I, I went back and forth, but honestly, I, I just think the Eagles' offense is better. And the Niners as a whole, led by Jalen Hurts to the Purdy. So I'm going Eagles. Wow. Okay. It's going to be really good or really bad. Or we're going to split the damn thing across yeah. the <laughs> And no one's going to get anything. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Rams, Browns. Uh, I'm going to go Rams. Uh, I, don't, I don't think the Browns have the offense to keep up. Yeah, I'm also going Rams. I mean, you just – the Browns offense, you just don't know what it's going to be right now with the quarterback situation. And Stafford, as long as he's playing, I, I think he'll do decently. I agree. Yeah. All right. Chiefs, Packers. In Lambeau. In Lambeau. I looked at the Rams. Like, what are you talking about? I even know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I mean, the Packers are playing well. This is a game that they need to win in order to stay close. But, I mean, Kansas City, like, I know they're going for that one seed. And this is not a game they're going to lose, so I'm going to pick Kansas City. I think this is what they, the kids call a trap game in college. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what we're looking here. Like, one team really wants it. One team needs it. One team wants it. Mm-hmm. And you have a quarterback that played really well last week. But ultimately, I still go Chiefs. But I yeah. think it'll be. I, right. hate, I hate picking against the Bengals. <laughs> Jaguars, Bengals. God, let this Trevor Lawrence lose here. Or there, wherever. Uh, but the Bengals' offense—they just—it'll be better, I think, because I think the Steelers' defense is better than the Jaguars. I just don't know if we can keep up. Um, Jaguars, I hate it, man. Ooh, I heard it coming out of your mouth. Tastes like vinegar. <laughs> yeah, I'm also going Jaguars. I mean, okay. the Bengals' offense is just not what it should be with Jake. Florence, Florence turns the ball over, and he throws one touchdown, one interception. We got a freaking chance. Yeah, that's all I'll say. Um, the Bengals' defense, I think, will keep them in it. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I think it'll keep it close at least. So, mm-hmm. well, you know what's coming, Tim. I'm giving you the Patriots. <laughs> You're going to love it. <laughs> oh, man. Nope. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to give you. This is tough. Yeah. I see one you should give me, but I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I'm going to give you Carolina. Really? Yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to give me the Commanders. Oh, that would have been a good one. <laughs> you can change if you want. I'd rather create a bunch of anxiety. It's fine. Whatever you want, Tim. Whatever game. All right. I'll give you Washington then. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I respect that. I mean, it's kind of, it's going to have an asterisk on it if Miami Actually, would. What? I thought you were going to give me the Browns. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to give you all the bad teams. How about that? I see. I respect that. That's fine with me. Yeah. 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 That seems fair. I'm only down three. So what's, what's, yeah. what's give me all, why don't you give me, why don't we just do a game? Give me all the wins this week and see if you can catch me. <laughs> <laughs> that seems fair. New game. You give me, yeah, you give me 17 wins and I'll pick every game by coin flip. <laughs> catch up. I mean, we still got to do the wife pick thing. So. Not only should we do the wife pick thing, we should bring a third player. What did, what did Jim and Dwight call the made-up salesman they make in the office? Oh. Where Toby's like, Kimosabi. What is Yeah, that? I don't remember. We should do a third person and flip on all the games from here on out and see if that person beats us. We should. That would be, that's we, we're, we're doing that. We're doing the, uh, the wives need to go next week, coin flip. Dude, yep. I'll find the name. I just watched the clip. They draw up the face, and it's all the salesmen put together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. It's right there. That's going to bother me. Oh, my gosh. That's a great idea. That's a, I think that would be so much fun. And then if, if we lose, we'll just do something together. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, we got to think about punishments again. We haven't done yeah, that. Yeah, we, we need to do that. We talked about it before. I need to write it down because we're getting close now, and I don't want to – I don't want us to be close when we do it, so I'm not like – I have to drink two bottles of water. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, we'll figure it. Yeah, I'll, I'll have something. All right, let's do the talk to the wives. We'll have to do that next week. We can say wives now. You can. Awkward. It feels weird. <laughs> it feels my wife. <laughs> I was at work the other day, and I was like, yeah, I was talking to my wife, and he was like, that feels weird, doesn't it? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> wife, wife. What the heck? Yeah. I my first wedding band was the one ring from Lord of the Rings, so that's awesome. It was cheap, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed myself, and then I got a real one. So, did you throw it in the fires of Mount Doom? Mortal? No, I did not. No. Uh, it's upstairs. I guess it's kind of the same. It's my closet. So, it was <laughs> <laughs> the same thing. Oh, what did I see? With oh, I showed you that with Kyler Murray and Call of Duty. Destroy it! No, yep. <laughs> anyway, I'm digressing, but. That's that's week twelve. We got week thirteen coming. Um, I got that right without even looking. That's I was looking, but it wasn't at that. So that was impressive. So um, mm-hmm. this is going to be a fun week. There's a lot of big games. Uh, a lot of these are like wild card teams in the hunt too. Like yeah. Bengals, Jack, like these are. It, it, this will be fun. Some teams after this week are pretty much gone. Um, not mathematically, but you're climbing a pretty steep hill. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, it'll be fun. We're yep. getting um, like last six weeks of the season. So weird. 
Christmas is coming. It's awkward. I don't like it. <laughs> um, that's all I got. Drop some knowledge on you guys. All right. So, yeah, be sure to follow us on Instagram. We are mm-hmm. at Average Joe's FB Podcast. Uh, FB stands for football. Yes. Yeah. We uh, need to get back to posting stuff on there. We ha- we've been no. rec- yeah, we've been recording over Zoom, so we don't have the video going with it. Um, yeah, it'll just be a video of me eating cough drops on repeat for an hour and a half. Cause that's If you don't notice, that's all I'm doing right now. Oh, yeah, I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my seventh one. <laughs> I'm not even sick. <laughs> Eat them for the taste. <laughs> I do. Oh, my God, they're so good. They're like... They're lemon or honey lemon chill. So that they have a cooling and yep. it's honey and it's lemon. <laughs> yeah, I know how cough drops work. <laughs> it's supposed to be I was like, oh yeah, it's brown sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. It's like a it's like a gobstopper, it just kind of changes as you oh. Yeah. It's the Thanksgiving dinner cough drop. That'd be so amazing. I would pay so much money for that. Right. Actually, I would buy all the stuffing cubes and eat those. Ooh, yeah. That, I would do that. I would do that's that. a million dollar idea. This is uh, candy stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the last meal on like death row type of situation. Yeah. Oh. On that note. Yep. <laughs> death row, we gotta go. Yep. Check us out, follow us, listen in, tell your friends. Yep. And uh, we'll be back next week with some awesome picks from our wives. That's right. Awesome. That's See you guys. See you.